It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Hello, Barracuda fans, and welcome inside Tech CU Arena. The Barracuda, they got within a goal in the third after trailing at one point by three in the final 20 minutes of play, but just could not get the equalizer. And the Wild hold on for a 5-3 win as they tack on an empty netter at the end. And the Barracuda fall in both games against the Wild in the final two of the four-game head-to-head series. So they split the season series right down the middle, winning both games on the road and then falling in both games here in San Jose, and they're 0-2 now to start this six-game homestand. Let's go all the way back to the first period. The Barracuda last night were plagued by their struggles on the penalty kill, and this is the top PK in the league, and this is not a real robust wild power play, but they got a real big boost to their lineup, and Marco Rossi, the wild number one pick at 2020, ninth overall. He had three points in the first period yesterday and was in on both power play goals. Well, the Wild wouldn't score until 15:59 of the first, and it will come on their first power play as Sammy Walker, who scored last night, would make it goals in back-to-back games, and the Wild would draw first blood in the first period. Stick off the draw. Johnson's got no twig. There's a shot, and Walker scores. And the Wild, just like last night, they do not wait long on the power play. This is a power play unit in the bottom third of the AHL. They've got three power play goals over the two games against the Barracuda. Walker's got two of the three. That was just the tip of the iceberg in terms of special teams. This was a game very influenced by special teams, and the Barracuda would feel the effects of it. Once again in the first period, they would go on to their first power play, and they'd have a great opportunity, a point-blank look for Scott Reedy, but Jesper Volstead will come up with a stop to keep it at a one to nothing wildly. The puck down below, centered in front for Reedy, and a great kick stop by Volstead. So Volstead makes the save on one end, and moments later, the Wild would take a 2-0 lead as Joe Cramarosa would make it goals in three straight games, and he'd light the lamp with Iowa's fourth shorty of the year to give the Wild a 2-0 lead in the first period. Cleared attempt by Rossi, held in momentarily. Now this could be a shorthanded chance for Cramarosa. He brings it down the wing, works to the backhand, and scores. Cramarosa has goals now in three straight games as he works to the backhand and slides it through the 5 for McIniemi. So the Wild take a 2-0 lead despite the Barracuda out shooting Iowa 16-6 in that first period. In the second period, we saw over 40 combined penalty minutes in the second period in multiple power play opportunities. Wild will take a 3-0 lead as Stephen Fogarty will go upstairs on Etsu McIniemi. And for the Wild, it was two goals on the power play and a goal shorthanded. And it would come on three consecutive shots. The Wild would get a 3-0 lead at 5:43 of the second period. 2-0 lead for the Wild. Fogarty shot, Danny scores. Top shelf, short side in the Wild. All right, two for two on the power play. What a shot by Fogarty. 
Fogarty goes upstairs, and the Wild take a 3 to nothing lead at the time. The Barracuda had given up a couple of power play goals. They'd given up a shorthanded goal, but they would finally get on the board on the power play in the second period. A beautiful cross-size pass by Daniil Gushin to Thomas Bordalo, and Bordalo would pound it in for his team-leading ninth of the year to make it 3-1 wild in the second period. Under the point by the Barracuda. Gushin, Rick White, one-timer, Bordalo! He scores! So despite getting outshot in the second period, 15-4, the Barracuda were on the board, and they would go into the final period of play down by two goals. Well, it looked bleak for a moment in the third because two minutes and 36 seconds into the final period, Michael O'Leary would shovel in a loose puck on a rebound from in tight for his third of the year to give the Wild a 4-1 to lead. But the Barracuda, they weren't going to say, say die, I guess, if you will, because they would mount a comeback. They'd start chipping away to Despite trailing by three goals. Daniil Gushin was in on that first goal and a great cross-size pass would find the back of the net at 3.54 to give the Barracuda a little bit of momentum and a little bit of life to make it a 4-2 wild lead. Sam Fogarty's got a goal. Here's a chance for Gushin, and he scores! Got it through the five-hole wall stand. The Barracuda have answered back after the goal by O'Leary. So Gushin on the board, his fifth of the year, the time of the goal at 354 from Artemi Kinyazov. Then the Barracuda will make it really interesting. At 1147, Gushin would find Eklund, and Eklund would put it into a wide open net to get the Barracuda within a goal. And Agazino now with it. Give it on! Open net! Eklund score! William Eklund, his fifth of the year, would make it a 4-3 score at 11:47. Unfortunately, the Barracuda would pull their netminder, and at 19:37, Adam Beckman would score from his own end zone to seal the victory for the Wild, his fourth of the year from Giroux and Fogarty. So Fogarty finishes the night with a goal. He came on the power play in the second period and an assist in four shots on net. The Barracuda get three points from Daniil Gushin, a career best three points, had not scored more than a single point in a game to this point of his career, but he fin finishes with a goal and two assists. Artemi Kinyazov also had a couple of assists in the losing effort, but the Barracuda fall here tonight by a final score of 5-3. to three. Again, a sluggish start plagued them, and they were unable to get back into the game after the opening period despite their best efforts in that third. So McIniemi, he allows four goals on 24 shots, including allowing a goal on three straight shots by the Wild. It started in the first, carried over into the second. He suffers a loss to so his record now on the season 5-4-1. Jesper Volstead, he picks up the win in both games against San Jose. His record now against the Barracuda 2-1 this year. He makes 31 stops on 34 San Jose shots. His record now stands at 4-3-3 on the season. Final shots, 34-25 in favor of the Barracuda. San Jose makes it power play goals in seven straight games. They go one for six. Iowa scores four times on the power play in two games. The Barracuda had not given up coming into this two-game set on home ice. They had not given up more than four. They had only given up four goals, excuse me, through the uh, first set of home games, but they give up four more over the two-game stretch, and that really powered the Iowa offense. Game length tonight, two hours, 32 minutes, 1,105 saw it. Let's go over our three stars tonight. Joe Cramarosa picked up a goal, had a uh, 10 penalty minutes and three shots on net. He is the number 
three-star. Joe Hicketts, veteran defenseman in the AHL. He is the number two star, finished with a couple of assists. And the number one star, Daniil Gushin, had the goal and two assists. Honorable mention for the Iowa Wild as they uh, got multiple players pulling the rope. Fogarty finished with a couple of points, a goal and an assist. Adam Beckman also finished with a goal and an assist for Iowa. So the Barracuda back on the ice this upcoming Saturday for Teddy Bear Toss night. That's a 6 o'clock puck drop against Tucson. The Wild will return back home. This concludes their road trip as they salvage the roadie with back-to-back wins. They will uh, return back home on Saturday to welcome in the Chicago Wolves for a two-game weekend set. With the win, Iowa now improves on the season. Eight wins, six losses, two overtime losses, and two shootout losses. With the victory and the two points, they're up 20 points on the year, tied for third in the Central Division along with the Manitoba Moose. Barracuda fall here tonight. Their record stands now 10-9-0-1 on the season. They stay put at 21 points. Tucson and Ontario were idle. So Barracuda, the Barracuda will stay tied for that third spot in the Pacific Division, although they have played three additional games to Tucson and Ontario. They'll get the Roadrunners twice this upcoming weekend. We'll have our pregame coverage starting at 5.30 on Saturday. You can listen through the app, listen at sjbarracuda.com, and of course you can watch on AHL TV. We'd like to thank everybody for joining us here tonight, and we'll remind you again of tonight's final score. The Barracuda fall 5-3 to the Wild and have dropped two games to start this six-game homestand. But we'll look again to get back on track this upcoming Saturday against Tucson. Until Saturday, I'm Nick Nolenberger. Again, thanking you for tuning in and saying so long and good night from TechCU Arena. This has been a presentation of San Jose Barracuda Hockey.